Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. Hello, sports fans. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's one way to start off show. Welcome to Mobile <laughs> Armor Radio. <laughs> it's one way to start a show. <laughs> episode sixty nine of of the the list as it goes, and I am one of your hosts, Brian. I'm Chopper. I'm Rob. And uh, yeah, so I don't know why I started with sports fans. Not sure how many sports fans we have. Listening. There's no more sports, and there is no sports on right now. It's like the worst time. Just for sports. hockey, but it's the be- it's the beginning of the season of hockey, so it's kind of boring. It's not the beginning of the season. Hockey's almost over. Is it almost over? So it's over halfway. Yeah, well, and Pat doesn't like you, hockey. I do like hockey, but the thing is, I, I wait. I don't really get into hockey till the All Star game. The All Star so game's I, already happened. That was co- that was Christ, last week. Where have I been? So it, it, it's, it's the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing really <laughs> threw me off. It's topical like for an idea I had later, but I was thinking about it. It's like there need to be more sports mecha things going on. For like, sure. More sci-fi sports shows in, in general. Because mm. uh, it, it is a rather untapped media. Like rollerball like you know well, what else you got don't, don't put it out there in the zeitgeist for someone to steal your idea well they that's had a, a, that's the terriblest idea i ever heard in my life that's cool. whoever, whoever does that will be the dumbest person see, alive. I, i'm inherently lazy i want other people yeah, to do the work for uh, me you don't want to do it yourself yeah. uh yeah. there was that robot movie with uh hugh jackman robot jocks they're not real steel. Real, steel. Uh, uh, real, real steel steel yeah i never saw it <laughs> anyways <laughs> this but, uh, anyway, that's, it's, that's it's not, not bad for eleven for o'clock at night on Cinemax. It's it's time to time to get into the the thick of it. So we are going to head on over to uh, the the uh, dropship and uh, work on or talk about what we're working on. It, that was the longest uh, Brian could go. He couldn't couldn't yeah. keep yeah. this going any longer. I couldn't go any longer. I, just, I think <laughs> inherently he started to get an itch. He started getting a rash because <laughs> he was talking so long in the intro. It's like I, I gotta get out of this. Pat's starting to talk about things, and <laughs> I guess we'll be at back. Dropship landing. And welcome back. To the dropship. This is the section of the show where we talk about the stuff that we're working on, and uh, I'm gonna throw it over to Pat. Have you been doing any any fun hobby things? Uh, not not, not nothing you can talk about. about. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on a severe NDA that I can't talk about gotcha. right now. Uh, so really been working on a lot of that. Uh, but uh, other than that, I did get uh, my uh, my little Robotech Revell model. Oh, nice. uh, you haven't put it together yet, though. I haven't put it together yet, but uh, but he's got it. That's half the I got battle. it. It's gonna. I look at it. Uh, <laughs> it's very uh, nostalgic for me. Is it like the old ones with no pin, no pegs or anything? It's, it's so like... I I just sent that to you, Rob. Oh Tell now, me what model you? <laughs> what, what robot that is? Oh no! Now I got to open up a page. Robotech and... Defenders. 
See, like I don't think these are real Robotech. Models, no, I think it was. We decided it was when, uh, when. Uh, How many gold just thrown out? Before, just... yeah, it was before Robotech. They they had the name and they were just bringing over stuff. But is gotcha. that a Shadowhawk though? Uh, let me look. Let me look. I'm getting there. You you threw a wrench into the whole system. I had opened Facebook again and. <laughs> you just leave it open anyways. Uh, while he's doing that, so I got that. There it is. Uh, it is a uh, Shadowhawk. That is a Shadowhawk. Yeah, Hawk. I thought it was a Shadowhawk. Which is no, uh, it's a Zoltec. <laughs> it's uh, what's what's uh, what anime was that from? Was that from uh, Dugram? I can't remember. Yes, it I think it was. Uh, uh, then because I am now working on the top secret project, I've been in between. I've been. Again, still continuing with the Neo Zhang, but you know, as I do other paint jobs, the Neo Zhang gets more paint on it. Uh, just because you're down there and you just throw someone extra? Yeah, well, you know, like I finish something and wait for it to dry. I'll just tilt my chair and then, <laughs> and then get, let that dry. And then, you know, it's a process when you paint it, when you're painting from scratch. Uh, I should, I wish I. Hadn't I started. <laughs> well, no. I wish. I wish. I didn't have the drive to have to do it this way. I wish I could just snap it together and leave it alone. I, yeah. And I, I can't. I That's can't my do way. That. I don't even put the I stickers just, on. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me skin itch a little bit. Or the decals, as they say. Yeah. The uh, decals. I wish I could. I wish I could not be this way, but I am, and so. <laughs> The model suffers because of it. Um, it just well, takes a long time. The model doesn't suffer. It's just that the, the uh, complete, the finishing of the project suffers. Yes. Uh, anything else I worked on? Uh, not too much, though, because, again, like the Top Secret Project and Adepticons come close. So those mm -hmm. take up a lot of my time in, in this beginning of the year. So uh, the Zoltec model should be really easy to get to, though. And, and the way it looks, it looks like it's just all chrome. So. Yeah, well, you could do what you want. I think it's a, uh, and it's a rebel. P it's a rebel model. Those are not complicated kits to begin no. with. No, well, the problem is if it's an old one, it doesn't have the pegs and stuff, so it's it's actually harder than the new ones. <laughs> that, that's probably true. Yeah, it's just plain so, planes on planes you're uh, gluing together. Yeah. I I had some old uh, cyclones that were like that, and they were they were interesting. I do think the rebel models do have the pegs though, so we'll be all right. But whether or not they match up nicely, I might have to fill. Some yeah, that's that's stuff, another so. thing. Back in the back in the day, the quality control. Plus, it's really old. It might have warped. Like if it was anywhere near any heat or anything. So, mm -hmm. got to be careful of that stuff. Fun. All right, that's all I got. How about you, Rob? What's what are you been working on? Um, actually, I have been. I've been painting things. I actually painted things, people. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm only partially in, but uh, well, once again, there was a secret project that I started painting. So then I got into the itch of painting. So now I'm painting uh, BattleTech miniatures. I'm doing the Wolf Stragoons uh, Command Lance because I'm going to do all the Wolf Stragoons Alpha Regiment at one some point, and that's a lot of mechs. But I'm starting here, so it's it's not finished yet. But uh, there's the first a bit of it. He's that's pew, one of them. There's a bunch of waste. I have a uh, I have a, I even have the because it's the old school. It's got some lambs in it because it's from the. Oh. Uh, I'm using the list from the uh, from the Wolf Stragoons FASA book from 1980. Two no, it's like not eighty six probably, it's eighty seven. 
and uh, yeah, so I got a bunch of uh, miniatures, and I've been painting them. So I've been doing that. Once they're complete, I'm sure I'll post them up. But uh, uh, it's been a long time since I've actually painted. So, oh, here's my. Uh, you want to see what an exhaust? Uh, my exhaust from my uh, jump jets. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so finally, it's good to get. I don't know why it's one of those things where you you stop doing it and then you don't know why you did you didn't just keep doing it. So I'm glad I, I got back into it. Pat forced me, and now I'm uh, I'll paint some more. So uh, yeah, we are uh, trying to do more hobby things because Pat's got stuff to do before Adepticon, so it's coming up yeah. quick. It's uh, the end of this month, so yep. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that more in Comstar maybe. Yeah. Probably. We should try. We should try and find the night where we can try and get in that grinder game. Yeah, oh, I don't, the, the BattleTech grinder. I, I don't yeah. want it, my miniatures ground up. <laughs> oh, not that one. The other one. Yeah. Yeah, the other one. The one where you get the mini. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. You'll never be able to do it. You're stuck in the booth all day, every day. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Brian, have you been working anything other than Adepticon stuff? <laughs> uh, kind of Adepticon stuff actually. Uh, I've been. Not necessarily because I need more uh, dead zone terrain, but I just because I want more. Dead I zone have terrain. more dead zone terrain. <laughs> I want need uh, more. Dead it's zone. a natural. I, I printed off a whole bunch of uh, the latest uh, from Corvus Games terrain, the the Magna Fortuna Kickstarter. So a lot of like the infected buildings and and stuff like Fun. that. Uh, some of the the uh, rocks and and formations and and things. Uh, and then of course my printer decided I'm gonna stop. Uh, so gotta figure that out but um, but yeah so getting getting that uh, there's a couple nice days out so I went and spray painted as much as I possibly could to to prime things so I could work on uh, painting them the rest of the way and yeah and so I'll have to see if I actually have enough for it and a third board of just uh, Corvus games stuff that I'm planning to bring to Adepticon uh, but if not, you know, just it's a nice little supplement we can add to to other things uh, to fill out another board. So uh, and it, it's just it is another one of those things where I, I do too kind of struggle. For those of you that are new to the show, I probably do the least hobby. Or have the least I don't know. It's a it's a competition now at times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to to doing a bit more painting. Um, on, on that front, I've been doing minis for for a while and just ran one off like D and D kind of figures. So something a little bit more consistent would be good. I did paint up a whole mess of item crates uh, because <laughs> I was crazy and so Dead Zone Adepticon is going to have uh, items, and rather than using tokens because we we lost them last year, they were in a random box, and I got a lot of flack for that. <laughs> It's like, why didn't you provide items? Well, we didn't know they were there. Uh, but now I've got little baggies of a preset. Uh, that's item why. That's why you should never use items in Dead Zone. That's the the answer. The true answer: never use items. No, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, other other than that, um, haven't haven't done as many other things. <laughs> uh, so that's that's kind of been the big the big push. Yeah, it's a so. it's a busy time of year for getting ready for Adepticon, so it's, mm-hmm. well, that's our excuse now. Like 
before I worked, yeah. it was cold or <laughs> it's one of those ex, you know seasonal excuses it's like oh january it's like oh you know i just come back from the holidays i can't do anything ah oh, february it's just cold you know i don't really feel like i can't go outside to prime things oh march well it, it's too close to adepticon <laughs> yeah we have an excuse uh, for every month so yeah so uh but with that no more excuses let's move on to the comstar message from comstar Welcome back to Comstar. During the break, Pat realized... Breaking that, news. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> Pat? That Rob was correct. Rob was correct. It, it That's the important the, part. Uh, That's why I want to hear. I want to hear you both say it. Rob was correct, and <laughs> it is Shadow the Shadowhawk from, from Battletech, or the Dugrim from Dugrim. And Zoltek is just the name they randomly chose to represent that for yeah, some because reason. because it's a Rev-L kit. And that there's a random comic inside from DC Comics. Yeah, apparently there was a DC comic inside him. Who knew? Uh, who so. knew? I still... But, uh, maybe it was like He-Man for the mini-comics. But, uh, well, Rob, since since you were correct, oh. uh, why don't you start us off on this next segment here? Uh, it is Comstar. So, it is Comstar. So <laughs> it's the section of the show where we talk about kind of movies, books, media, media of all kinds that we're uh, enjoying at the time. Or, or interested in some of the news that we've got coming up. So, uh, yeah, Rob, you can take it away. Well, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Jack. He uh, he gave me a light Christmas gift, and it's my... my... Aww. It's a, it's a mug. Nice. It's a mug. It's a mug? I don't know. I might <laughs> poke my eye out, though, drinking out of it. I'm a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's very Only cool. new type use it. It's a, it's a very cool mug. So I'm excited to uh, poke my eye out with that. So if you see when the eye patch, you'll know what happened. Uh, other than that, what am I doing? Uh, a new comic book I've been reading. It's called uh, Petrol Head. It's uh, from DC Comics. It's uh, by Rob Williams and Piper. Piper? Piper? <laughs> Is the uh, artist. Uh, Image Comics, I think I said that. I think it's up to issue four now. It's... Uh, Speaking of sports, this is uh, robots who were in racers who'd race around the city and destroy themselves, and and it was like a thing to kind of mollify the masses. But then this is like 20 years later, and then the racers are all retired. So it's old uh, old Petrolhead, that's the name of them, but he never got a name. He just They just called him Petrolhead, so that's what he is. He was kind of a generic name for him. He's uh, was just working on an illegal car because you're not allowed to have combustion engines anymore. So he was working on a illegal car when a human girl and her father kind of fall into his shop and uh, hilarity ensues as they're wanted by the whole city. So it's a it's like a chase and it's uh, pretty fun so far. And uh, he's a he's a big robot who is chomping on a cigar at all times. I guess it's a it's a <laughs> cyber cigar maybe. But it's him and the girl running from the uh, from the bad guys, pretty much. Who the city, the city's controlled by uh, by the big O. I don't know if he's the big O. I think he's just the O. <laughs> the big O. <laughs> he's just big O, as in from the show Big O. No, he's just. I think it's oh. just the O. That's why I say big O because that reminds me of that anime. But uh, anyways, it's fun times. It's pretty irreverent. It's pretty fun. Little fun. <laughs> Lots of uh, robot destruction, like all all the robots have uh, AI, so they they all have like uh, they all have personalities, which is fun. And even the even the uh, like little drones that are chasing them, shooting at them, or like 
they'll just go off and like they're like you're supposed to take him alive <laughs> he's like yeah i know i, I lost control <laughs> he starts firing missiles at him <laughs> he, he's yeah it was pretty it's pretty funny it's uh yeah so if you get a chance pick it up from image comics fun times uh other than that i've been for some reason i've been re- watching a ton of halo so i i watched the first season of the halo tv show i'm waiting for the second season to finish before i finish that one uh, but then I, I download all the movies and t- uh, other things. So they have, there's like quite a few animated movies. There's a few live action movies. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they're yeah, Halo, generally pretty Halo good. Legends and, um, yeah, Legend was uh, Legends, the, the anime one. And I think yeah, Legends was, was the a, an- all, anthology one. Yeah. It's like Animatrix by the same idea as Animatrix, uh, yeah, where it was good. just short stories in the, in the Halo universe. It was fun. And uh, there was one called Nightfall, I believe. That was uh, yes. live action. There was no—I don't think there was any Spartans in that one. Oh, there's like a retired Spartan, but they were on a, like a part of the part of the Halo, and it's gonna—they have to do like a get out of there alive kind of thing. It's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, Fall of Reach was one. Was I think that was an animated one? Or was it? I can't remember. They—they they all blend together now. Yeah, but, I, I don't know if I've seen that one, but it was alright. It's just a bunch of kids in a uh, in a training thing. And they don't know, they've never, like, Spartans are, like, super secret. So they, they, there was all these rumors about these super soldiers. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden the, uh, the, um, uh, the covenant, covenant, yeah, they attack them. And all, then Master Chief shows up and it's, they're all like, what the hell is that? So <laughs> Master Chief doing some craziness. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's quite a few. Cause a lot of them, they were, di- there's a lot of short ones that they did before the, uh, new game comes out. They usually had like a little short movie they, that they put out for the, for the whatever new game it was, so yeah. But a lot of Halo stuff, and the, I'm enjoying the Halo TV show. I, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that. I think later, but uh, a little bit. Generally, there is mechs in it. There's there's giant uh, Covenant. Definitely have some mech like things. So mm-hmm. I I consider that acceptable. Oh, and uh, one of the Legends ones actually was uh, one of the Halo guys was in a in a mech that was like a prototype. I think it was called prototype that episode. I, I think that was yeah, and it was uh, yeah. It it didn't work very well. Any he, uh, anyways, I won't spoil what happened. But <laughs> uh, yeah, the shorts <laughs> you can get through them quick. Yeah, uh, the I haven't played Halo since maybe the first and second ones. I don't think I ever played after that. So it's all it's fun getting into the world again and remembering mm-hmm. the little guys. The little guys who run around, and you shoot them and they scream. I love those little guys. <laughs> the grunts. <laughs> the grunts, yeah. And Cortana just talking in your ear all the time, and you're like, "Shut up!" Always, yeah, always yelling. <laughs> was Cortana part of the, the original Halo, or did she oh, yeah. show up like her own? Yep. Nope. Yeah, she, she was, was there from the beginning. Right from the beginning. It's been yep. such a long time since I played Halo One that I can't even remember. I think she has the second line in the campaign, like in the the main story. Well, it's not like uh, Master Chief talks much, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, Cortana has way more lines than than Chief. But yeah, fun times. I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that is about it. Uh, and that, I don't think anything else. No, I, I don't think I've done anything else or watched anything else. That that was took up a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Pat? Any Anything you've been watching, reading, or Not enjoying? too much. I did pick up the other day uh, the new TRO for Battletech, the Dark Ages book. And I've been kind of just cruising that on and off, you know. When I'm waiting for something to install, read through it. Yeah, it's and the, stuff like that. It's the reprints they're doing from Catalyst that uh, of all the old TROs, but they're doing them by 
by time period, which is really useful, I think. No matter yeah. what time period you want to so, play in. It's a nice little TRO. You know, I like my technical readouts. So. Especially that one, because I don't know if they ever did a TRO back in the day for that time, because that was their in Clicky that, Tech. That's, was, yeah, that's the Clicky yeah. Tech. So this, I don't know if this is, which is one of the reasons why I was, I'm kind of actually reading through it a little more closely than I normally would, because I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of new if, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a dark age for a reason, right? <laughs> It is in name and in content. <laughs> um, but as far as other things, I think that's it. I, I Like, again, when I hobby, I don't read. When I don't hobby, I read. <laughs> I it is never, kind of a, a trade-off, isn't it? I can never do both. We, we both watched all of uh, For All Mankind, but there's no mechs in that yet. But there, no. maybe uh, when they, if they have a few more seasons, there might be some max. <laughs> well, they're only 2012, so we haven't gotten that far yet. That's right. We got to get <laughs> into the future on that show. Of 2012. Hopefully, yeah. that new season happens. It's I don't think it's been renewed yet. So, uh, I'm trying to think if I watched any cartoons or anything on YouTube. On the YouTube's uh, that caught my eye. <laughs> I did watch a couple of clips. Speaking of which, I did watch a couple of clips of Real Steel. <laughs> Oh, it's not a bad movie, actually. Uh, I've never seen it. I probably should watch it. I don't hate it because I I didn't pay for it. So I feel like if I spend money, I spent. I feel like if I spend money on something and it's horrible, it it is a bit more. I don't like it. I don't like a boxing movie than it is a mecha movie. It's just coincidentally that they have mechs in it. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely Rocky with robots. And it's a, it's a story about a dad. It's and actually well, I, actually, I'll, I'll make the total analogy. It's it's over the top and Rocky with robots put together. <laughs> over the top. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's, that's it, a little closer. One hundred percent over the top. Sylvester with, Stallone with should have been the character. Should have been uh, Hugh Jackman's character. Yeah, it's definitely Probably. over the top with the father son connection. Mm-hmm. Does the robot turn his hat backwards at some point? No. <laughs> uh, but he does. Uh, he does fall down a lot, then gets back up, and then everyone yeah. shakes their head like they did in Rocky. Like, why can't he just stay down? He's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I didn't haven't done much as far as that's concerned. Uh, the, I think the uh, the TRO is uh, as far as I got for reading because mm. again, just painting. Uh, yeah. What movie did you watch? The movie, but I don't think there's Max in it. What movie did you watch? I did. did. Didn't you? Or you? Maybe you said you were going to watch. Uh, what was the new movie that just came? Oh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, I was going to. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. I watched no, the Marvels. So there's no mechs in it. <laughs> <laughs> Not Keep that an eye out there for all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that's our mech content. We have to. Our, our <laughs> new our new section of the show mech watch. Mech watch. Watching media to see yeah. if there's any new yeah, mechs in yeah. So all right, since we're doing mech watch, so on my mech watch, I watched the news. Didn't see any mechs. <laughs> no, that's it. Oh, that that'd be pretty amazing if that happened. <laughs> what about you, Brian? You uh, doing anything? Yeah. Um. So I've been, you know, kind of speaking of, of Halo. I've actually been playing uh, through Halo Two with my brother on Legendary. Uh. And uh, with that, if you if you've never played Halo Two on on Legendary, uh, it's brutal. Uh. <laughs> the, there's there's uh. It is like mathematically pitched against the the player where enemies shoot twice as fast, uh, and 
the the jackals have sniper rifles and they can just bean you just around the corner. <laughs> you just bam, you're dead. Uh, and and the other the other thing that's different about Halo Two on Legendary than than the rest of the games on Legendary uh, is that if one of you dies, you both reset. Oh, uh, yeah. Whereas all the other ones, it's like, oh, one of you died. You can bring okay, them back. The other yeah. guy go, go yeah. hide out somewhere, and they'll respawn. No. We both no, go back to the beginning. Halo Two is brutal, man. That's <laughs> back before uh, they like cared about their players. They're just like, screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that because that, that was the story that I heard is that uh, they were right before launch. Uh, they were like, well, we need to make the game just a little bit harder. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to tweak this math number just ever so slightly, and then suddenly all the enemies can shoot twice as fast as you can. Uh, <laughs> that was the story about, uh, I think it was Aliens vs. Predator game. They, the, uh, they screwed up um, the pr- programming for one little thing that the AI, and they, somebody went in and fixed it later, and all of a sudden the game was like mm-hmm. great because the aliens actually attacked you, but th- they screwed it up when they programmed it that they it was just one little thing that they they messed one little number up. And yeah, it screwed everything up. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, and, and and I have also been uh, I've started watching the the Halo uh, TV show, and uh, you know I've I've got thoughts on it because I am I do really love the the video games and like the lore that that exists there. So I'm trying to come. I'm still trying to come at it with a fresh take, you know, uh, adaptations, and I, I think I'll get into that maybe a little bit lo- uh, later in the show. But uh, just wanted to say I, I am I am giving it a, as fair a shake as I can. <laughs> um, I would also say uh, a couple of things that uh, are in the news. We did uh, uh, what you call it, Salvage Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did the show last month. Uh, talking about their game and i think the day after we recorded or the day after we posted they had more like yeah. supplemental content coming out yeah of, it was a third party put out a uh, yeah put out a a new like, kind of almost just like, like a, we were talking about on yeah, the show. like a tro actually i forgot to mention mm. speaking yeah, of salvage yeah. union i forgot to mention look what those guys sent us sent us a copy of salvage union i haven't actually oh nice it. oh nice so a hard copy of it's it. awesome it's a it's it's a nice little book. It's a yeah. beautiful uh, quality book. So I'm sure we'll get into playing that some, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it more because it's. Yeah. Uh, I like the world. We we talked to it a lot last time. So mm-hmm. I forgot I forgot I had it because it was like, once again I, I think it came in the day after we recorded. I was like, nice. <laughs> nothing's working. So I wanted here. to shout out that that you know that community is is creating already new new and exciting things for that world. So. Uh, which is awesome to see. Uh, I'd also throw out there um, Mantic's Warpath, which oh, yeah. is good. Their Kickstarter is going to be wrapping up uh, the day before uh, this recording airs. So sorry, well, guys, we talked about it. it a lot, though. But we've, we've yeah. talked about it a lot. Uh, and there'll be and there'll I be late pledges, to... anyways, if you're interested. Yeah, there'll be late pledges. But I did want to say the all of the like uh, super vehicles, like the super heavy vehicles and everything like that. Mm-hmm are just looking so cool and the idea that we might be getting those as stl files that we can then blow up to a 28 millimeter scale is, i don't think uh, they'd fit on any because they're not going to be cut up they wouldn't fit on any bed they like, wouldn't or, be cut up that's for sure maybe so, on an fdm printer which you can so do someone bigger would things, have to but... do some of the work on that front but 
Because, uh, uh, yeah, they're, the, the scale of them was... They show them next to, like, some of the larger models that are in the game. And they're like, it, yeah. It is, it is like a like yeah. a that kind of scale. So, um, they're, they're, they'd be huge. They'd take up half a dead zone board easily, oh, yeah. um, most of them. So, uh, I'm, I'm geeked out at the idea of, of doing that, though. I think that would be a, a, a hoot. Or just a whole dead zone board on the back of uh, the, the Forge Father carrier thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the probably, the, the, the scale of it is uh, probably pretty close. If not, it's too big to be a dead zone board. <laughs> or fighting on top of a, a an enforcer dracon class, uh, yeah, flyer there. That'd be fun. So really cool. Like if if nothing else, go and see the the pictures of the models because they're they're looking really cool and and it's 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 great to see because you know obviously I we're we're all pretty big Mantic fans. Uh, I think is is probably safe to say. And uh, it, it's really cool to see the the universe of that really start expanding, seeing new content of, uh, you know, that stuff coming out. And uh, as a as a last thing, I, I did want to shout out uh, because uh, the community is kind of huge around it right now. But Helldivers Two uh, is is kind of taking the gaming world by storm right now. Uh, it's a phenomenon. It's, I must be living in a box because I don't remember Helldivers One. It wasn't it's very, fun. it's like, it was a long time ago and it wasn't like, it wasn't I, popular. I played that with, <laughs> with my friends uh, back in college. So yeah. kind of like it, eight years ago at yeah. least maybe. So it's not uh, like it was, it, yeah, it's not like it's a big IP that it's just for some reason this game caught on and people are loving and, it. Well, and, and I think a big part, like there's a combination of factors people have kind of highlighted. Like it's, I think it's like a $40 game. Uh, you... Uh, the, there's a, a great aspect of the gaming community is is working towards like taking back planets and different <laughs> sectors in space. So like you and your you know, small group of guys. I, I are guess you should ask to, what uh, is what is type of game is it sure. for FPS? No. Yep. Well, it's it's, it's not it's first person. Either first. Well, I think you can, oh, can go play first, first person yeah. or third person shooter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big um, fan of third person. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, the the premise is is basically it's like ODST in Halo, right? You are you are dudes drop dropping into a planet via big metal coffins. And yeah, people just, people are really comparing it to Starship Troopers too. Like it is a very Starship yep. Troopers okay. experience. Uh, not just because of how you're spreading like super democracy <laughs> or, or democracy for democracy. Super yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very tongue in cheek with its. Um, it's satire, and uh, but and, and people kind of buy into it. It's really fun uh, from that perspective. Uh, but like the the gameplay itself is you're fighting uh, bugs and and just different crazy aliens, and then there's also the automatons. So uh, you know you're 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 run of the mill like terminators and and so on and so forth. Uh, and going from from small scale ones to big stompy machines. Uh, and and bugs, so uh, it's it's a it looks like a, a a fantastic experience. I actually did play the original back in the day. It was more of a uh, kind of like a top down isometric. Isometric, look. yeah. Mm. Where you had like four players, same kind of uh, premise, but I, I I don't recall it having that multiplayer aspect where you know the everyone around the world is playing yeah. to take over these sectors of space and you're trying to then protect it as well so 
I think that's that's where a lot of the kind of uh, social media uh, or social aspect of the game is. There's a lot of people encouraging that's other folks to yeah. join the fight um, so that they can take over these areas. So it's a pretty uh, good marketing idea too. Like to yeah. it's it's got built-in advertising. Like I would never heard of this game before, other than it's all over Twitter. It's all over like anywhere you mm-hmm. go. Everybody's talking about this game. So and. And to my understanding, you know, it's it's not big on like the microtransactions. They they haven't done the multiplayer experience or games as a service to death. Uh, they've they've done it more for the game. And it, it is funny to hear, you know, all the stories coming out now about how like the Halo universe, they pitched games like this because they have these kinds of, you know, uh, uh, troopers in the Halo universe. And mm. They got shot down by corporate for one reason or another, and it's like, and then here you have this really incredibly successful game. That's well, it's also isn't it Sony that does? Isn't I think Helldivers is done by Sony, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, they might be published. Yeah, it, it, it is cross-platform. I I forget if the um, the uh, the Xbox version is out yet, but it's PC and PlayStation yeah. Five. Yeah, uh, as of right but now, Xbox yeah. is dead. There is no Xbox anymore. <laughs> There's no point to have an Xbox. An Xbox is just a computer. <laughs> like, yeah. it's no difference. <laughs> so, wanted to shout out uh, that game because uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a gaming experience that uh, a lot of people enjoy. And, and if anybody listening is actually playing, uh, let us know how you like it. And yeah. We'll have to check it out. Can you can you f- jump into a giant stop here? You fight them, but can you, can you pilot one? That's the question. I don't think you can pilot one. Yeah. I don't think that's part of it's you not know, Titanfall. <laughs> but uh, you yes, just get to kill. Real them, democracy that's... doesn't use. Uh, it's powered armor, though. I use think the weapons it? of the enemy. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Um, anyway, uh, so with that, I think that's a, a good wrap on the, uh, the Comstar section. So next up, we'll be coming back for our main topic, the, the Mech Bay Hainer, uh talking about adaptations. Now entering the Mech Bay Hangar. Welcome to the Mech Bay Hangar. This is, uh, you know, the part of the show where we kind of have a roundtable topic that we like to to discuss. And uh, like I said uh, before the the break, there uh, we're talking adaptations. And so the the idea being, uh, you know, there's there's obviously have been a lot of adaptations uh, throughout the history of. of mechs and mm-hmm. and whatnot so i was fig- figuring if we wanted to share maybe a couple that we really like maybe some uh highlight a couple you know not too many that we don't like but maybe uh aspects of it that we thought maybe could have gone a different way and then uh you know just touch on a couple that we would look forward to and, and would be really excited to see uh come about so uh to to kind of kick off the discussion i wanted to to throw it out to um the cyberpunk uh 2077 edge runners mm. uh the anime that uh kind of spun off of the the video game of the same uh name uh you know there there was a lot of work that happened in the game but it had a very shaky launch uh to be sure uh it was it was kind of rough going off the ground they had a lot of work to do and uh that work happened but i do think the anime really captured people's imaginations for that world a second time and brought them back into it yeah uh, which i think is is an incredible 
you know, uh, an accomplishment like to to really kind of highlight is uh, the success that it raises both properties up uh, in, a, in an incredible way. Well, uh, if you're not to mention the game itself familiar, is an adaptation. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is then, uh, you know, uh, like there's there's an adaptation of, oh, gosh, what the, the heck is the um, Johnny Silverhand, the story of Johnny Silverhand, which, uh, you know, was was throughout a lot of the cyberpunk books. And, and the tabletop side of things, um, and and a lot of that content is present in the game. You you either get to relive some of those experiences, or you you deal with the fallout of it uh, afterwards. So that's that's kind of a, a fun thing. And then Edge Runners as well. Um, I think uh, you know show showed a, an experience uh, about that world space and and kind of what are those challenges to people that are living in that world where when you're dealing with you know replacing your body yeah. with chrome and especially if you're you're not the you're not the main character in a video game you're just some guy who's trying to live through this world and yeah. it doesn't it doesn't yeah. turn out as nicely <laughs> so yeah so i uh, wanted to, to kick it off with that one because I, I thought it's it's a, a great example a, a recent example as well of a a combination of adaptations kind of coming together so well that's the beauty uh, of uh the- between that whole that whole world between the uh role-playing game like cyberpunk red into they they put out a a uh i think it's not out yet but there's a source book coming for 2077 for cyberpunk mm. plus the uh there's been tons of uh, comic books like they've done a lot in that world they they really put they didn't real. i think if they realized how bad the the uh, launch it would be they wouldn't have done all this but it was already in the pipeline so it all happened mm-hmm. and lucky for them it all happened because it all came back around and it, it brought yeah. it back so that when phantom liberty came out the expansion for 2077 it was huge like they got all their players mm-hmm. back and it was it was a huge thing for them but uh yeah, yeah the best thing about uh, 2077 is that all those stories about uh, johnny silverhand in the in the actual uh, cyberpunk world he he is like a minor character. Like most of the stuff that <laughs> he, in that video game, it's it's uh, Morgan Blackhand did it, and I think it's that the whole point is mm-hmm. you're seeing it from Johnny's point of view, and he makes himself mm-hmm. the star of this thing, but he was never the star of it. <laughs> so it's the best part. About yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> like it all fits in the Press world. Of Johnny. But, yeah. So it's, it's kind of fun that they've done that. Classic and now there's Johnny. There's even uh, miniature games in Cyberpunk world. Like it's it's expanded mm-hmm. everywhere. So it's it's yeah. It's uh, that video game kind of brought it around to the to because i remember before before 2077 launched we met uh um damn mike uh mike pondsmith the guy who created cyberpunk Mm -hmm. they had like a table at gen con like it was so small and then once 2770 hit it became huge they had they had like i think they last year they had a whole room full for their stuff so it, yeah, it's amazing that it's I think great. It, it goes like, back way both ways. Like the, the attention that that video game brought to them too has been huge. So yeah, which is uh, nice to see. But yeah, yeah. CD Cyberpunk. CD Projekt Red are, are really good at that kind of thing. Like <laughs> yeah, The Witcher um, too. That all came mm-hmm. back around for TV shows and stuff. And there's supposedly going to be a 2077 TV show too, like a live action. So we'll see if that yeah, happens. Sweet. Uh, all right, so. Uh, well, Rob, do you want to do another one real quick, or uh, I'm trying to think of uh, adaptations. I was thinking more of uh, like obviously Transformers, the original cartoon. Then they did the Bay movies, which were terrible in my opinion, and yeah. I think most people's opinion. Bumblebee was okay, but the rest were not very good. Uh, 
But in the IDW comic books, and I think even the Marvel comic books, they were they were hard to read, but a lot of people loved them. But the IDW comic books really... IDWs were really good. Yeah, launched a whole world, and it went for many, many years. And now uh, uh, Robert Kirkman's doing the new ones. And it's only, I think there's only been two or three issues came out, maybe four. And uh, the reboot of the world has been pretty amazing. And they're bringing people back in. It's it's much more like the cartoon mentality. It's much, it's not so dark. Well, it is very dark. I should, shouldn't say it's not dark because Starscream is yeah. like the main villain. And he's just destroying everything. <laughs> he just like bombs hospitals and murders people left, right, and center. But it's a, it's still in sensibility of the, the cartoon where people are like all the... Optimus Prime's doing like wrestling moves. He does clotheslines and like, <laughs> and it's it's uh, the art is accessible. Where a lot of times the Transformers art is not accessible. That's why I, I never got into the Marvel Transformers because it was way it, it didn't for some reason the art never really caught on to me. And even the IDW, I remember a few times me and Pat were like, "Which one's this guy? Which who's this?" Like it was yeah. So this it's clear. Everybody's brightly colored. You can tell who's who. Maybe also because they're only using certain people. The IDW one, there were so many different people introduced that it was just like, okay, you had to know all the little bits, ins and outs of everybody. But I think that was successful. Anyways, the 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 TV show into not into movies, but into cartoons and other cartoons and into comic books. There's been tons of like generations of uh, Transformers cartoons that I've never watched, like Armada or. Uh, I can't remember the other one. It's the new one. But anyways. Rescue Bots. Like, I remember my nephew yeah, when he was a little kid watched watch Rescue Bots. It's like little kid Transformers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing that that franchise has done so well. And it is not because of the original cartoon necessarily. It's It's been revitalized over and over. Adapted, as they say. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. There you go. Transformers. Transformers. Should we... Uh, More than meets the eye. Should we mention <laughs> the elephant in the room? What's that? The most hated adaptation I would consider. I already mentioned it. It's called Transformers. No, no, no. <laughs> the Robotech versus Macross adaptation. Oh, well, yeah, we could, we could. Yeah, we could discuss that. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh. because I, I, yeah. as far as adaptation I'm concerned, is that never has one been more vehemently hated. I think you only know, by you get some arguments, but then you get some people who are just. Just yeah. crap on the whole Robotech yeah. side. Yeah. Like I think I, we we go through that. We're pretty we like Robotech. That's introduced us to it. So we're we're yeah. pretty pro Robotech here. I, I definitely I, as I, I do like Macross more than I like Re- Robotech. But I do also recognize Robotech is like I don't think we would have heard of Macross no. if no, not for, sure. for Robotech. I think we probably wouldn't have heard of most anime. <laughs> there's a, there's but you know I feel like some people would argue that fact even though they. Probably no other anime was on at on like afternoons or or su- Saturday mornings like like that. And 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 I would say like to to the the point of how the ap- adaptation went like uh, Macross to to Robotech there were the a lot of the changes I would argue are kind of minor like there yeah. there aren't well, a it's, lot it's, of huge ones. It's the ex- um, it's the uh, the once subsequent you leave that yeah first yeah. <laughs> After the first uh, third of Robotech, it's Macross diverges, and then Robotech mm-hmm. takes the whole uh, uh, Southern Cross thing, and then uh, into Mospita, which Mospita is awesome. I watched the original, and it's it's not very different; it's very similar. But it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's but they just yeah, cram some stuff in. That's but that's the <laughs> craziness of it, of the hate, right? It's mm-hmm. the adapt, well, it's in, uh, an American adaptation. 
it's not yeah. wholly, wholly. I live, it's it's not like a, a Michael Bay interpretation. Do do uh, do, um, what's a what the hell? I can't remember the name of the stupid. Uh, mm, swords. No, the uh, the uh, the other Japanese uh, thing that came over Sentai. What is it? Uh, what is it in the Power United Rangers? States? Power Rangers. Uh, <laughs> okay. think of Power Rangers. Oh, that was after my time. Swords. Yeah. Swords. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, uh, Power Rangers. So do do Power Rangers mm-hmm. get the same hate? Because Power Rangers is once again like totally divergent really from think Sentai. They do. I don't it's think a strange. They do. Yeah. I think- I think there there's been a lot of like love actually between yeah. the the uh, kind of U.S. versions of the Power Rangers franchise yeah. and the Japanese ones. I I think they've even had See, some crossovers. I don't think I've seen, as far as a lot of American adaptations of a, a lot of Japanese cartoons, I don't see as much anger. Is it is it because of Harmony Gold? I guess that's a question then, right? It could be. It could be. I mean, but it seems to me it comes from the Macross side, not from the yeah. Robotech side. I, I think it mostly comes from the Macross side, and I, I think well, yeah. I think it, it often boils down to you know what people read into what's canon, right? Yeah. Because yeah. because that's that's what we're getting hung up on is like what is the right version? Yeah. Of Obviously, the, Macross the story. is canon. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Macross is canon of Macross. But uh, um, yeah, I understand that, but. I think it is Harmony Gold has such a bad reputation for suing people and and screwing over BattleTech. Yeah. They've they they did so I, many I, things I, that I think I that think gives it a bad were, rep. Yeah, I think I think that coupled with uh, kind of every everything is is definitely an aspect where it's like that's you know kind of Behemoth is is keeping the rest of Macross really from coming. Well, that too. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, like just with it being a legal dispute yeah. of who owns what, you know, like um, because well, one person was said, well, I have the receipt from this transaction and I got yeah. this one from them. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's well, I think the problem yeah, was yeah. that they, they gave it to in imperpe- perpetuum or whatever they say, where it's, it never ran out. Perpetuity. Like it, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that was the mistake. They were like, yeah, it'll never last. This is a temporary thing. And meanwhile, they're like, oh, no, we just locked ourselves out of North America forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, did they, when they renegotiated, did they, they didn't give them? No, I think uh, I think they finally, all the suing back and forth, they were able to, like, get a little foot in the door. And we get, I think we got some of the Macross stuff coming over. And Yeah, there's there's some things happening. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I know I think, we had the, the Macross 2 Kickstarter. Yeah, I think a lot of it's so. starting to be a little loosened and realize what's the point. We're just hurting both brands. Why would you bother? Yeah. They'll both yeah. be successful. Yeah. If you we can both be them. making money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What so. are we doing here? Uh, so, yeah, no, that's that's a, a great example. And, and uh, not to ride the negative train, but Halo, uh, the, the TV show, has also been the target of a lot of ire from, yeah. from the, the Uber fans. Uh, fans of the games. Yeah. And the the books and things like oh, that. Yeah, I remember that. Which, because they changed some stuff. That's why. That's they they changed some stuff, and that's and that's yeah. I'm only a couple episodes in, so I, I can't I can't speak for the entire series so far. Um, I do th- I do find it hilarious sometimes, like what people complain about on the show, as as both in the sense of uh, there are some dumb things that the show does, and it's fun to point that out, and then. Sometimes it's fun Take just it to over see the people top. reacting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so that's, for me, that's kind of where it's it's landing, where it's like, 
Uh, I do try to come from that perspective of you, if you're adapting something from one media to the other, something is going to get lost in translation. So there is, there is a good incentive to make changes that make it fit whatever the new medium is better. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I, that's a, maybe a, a more tangent, tangible example is uh, in game design, one thing we talked about is if you're making a, a mobile game and you put a controller on the screen, you're, you're messing it up because the touch interface is what you should be using for your interfaces. <laughs> so as an example, that's, that's where I kind of come from with adapting uh, things. And so with Halo in particular, things are kind of falling into the camp of like, this change makes sense for making an adaptation to people that are unfamiliar. This change is harmless, uh, but doesn't add much. And then this change just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but a lot uh, of it, even, yeah. But, but like, like for one, uh, I'll, I'll throw out there the character of Miranda is the daughter of Captain Keys. Mm -hmm. um, that that was in the original canon, but then they've made her the daughter. Also of the daughter of yeah, a Halsey, the yeah. one that runs the Spartan program. I'm like. But my my brother uh, uh, sent me a message when when I told him that, and he's like, "I thought Halsey only stole children." <laughs> well, that's kind of the point. A big like, part of the Spartan program. But uh, I think that's why they remember. put her in the show to be, "Hey, this is her actual child. She doesn't care anything about, but she cares way more about the Spartans who are her adopted children, <laughs> adopted." Yeah. <laughs> that that could be. Like I said, I I'm think not that's all the way in, and it, it yeah. just hasn't been relevant uh, up to that point so oh, i'm will. going why did we make that change <laughs> but uh um, but even watching i watched through all the halo movies and halsey's been shown so many different ways in those things like she, sometimes she's mm -hmm. like a good person sometimes she's horrible like it's it's pretty amazing like and, the difference in the the way she's portrayed so and i and i think one thing too i'll, I'll be curious about the show is they've really i think emphasized the <laughs> the fascistic side of the UNSC, oh, yeah. the, the human well, organization. Yeah. Wait till you get farther and, into it. It's, I think it, it'll explain yeah, it a little I bit got, more of that. Okay. And, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that wasn't present in the original no. games, but I, there was, it made it a, a fascinating dynamic to be that these are the good guys that you're fighting alongside and trying to, to help survive but they're part of this major organization that um, yeah, for humanity, it's, it's kind of, there's some, there's some, there's some uh, questionable decisions that happen. Well, it's always because they're pretty much representing the United States because yeah. <laughs> that's what the, the UNE or whatever they're called, but uh, UNSC, UNSC. Yeah. But they, uh, even that though, like the bad people in TV show are kind of limited to certain people. And they, obviously they know that they did bad by stealing those children to make the Spartans. But that was kind of mm -hmm. Halsey's plan. It wasn't so much that was only certain people knew about that. It's not like all the government knew about that. You know, it's it's more like yeah. means to an end, right? Yeah. Even so then, they, they kept telling her stop doing stuff. End. Yeah, stop doing these things, and she kept doing them anyways. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I think it it it's and it, it's not like it shows the Covenant as good people. They're horrible. Like they're in the TV show, what they've done to Mackie and people like that. Like they're uh -huh. just bad. So like mm -hmm. so. It's not like the, sometimes they do that where they're like, oh, the both sides are okay. And that's pretty, both sides are dicks. That's kind of what this is. Turns yeah, into. yeah. And then the flood will come and then they'll be like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. 
they, they have been doing a good job in just how outmatched humanity is. Oh, yeah. That that was something that never, I think, quite came across in the in the games as well. The books do it pretty well, but just how well, unprepared. Because in the game, you're always playing Master Chief, who isn't unprepared. He's the one person who can do things. But <laughs> well, even even your buddies, you know, could take a couple of hits. Whereas, like in in oh, yeah. more of a live action setting, it's like oh, that right off the bat, where they plasma, yeah, yeah. You're, or they get hit with the shards vaporing. and the shards explode, and then they, like, and I, I think it was in the first episode when they attack the insurgent camp, the the yes. coven do, and I'm like, oh my god, that's what this show is going to be like. There's just people getting destroyed. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is this is what it's going to be like. But, uh, but yeah, even so, the, even so... the insurgents, you're like, okay, these guys are they're just trying to fight for the, and the, even then they show them not to be true what they are either like it's it's kind of yeah it's it's very i think it's kind of humanizes everybody that everybody's got flaws and there's you know mm-hmm. you want the spartans to be the big bad guys or the big good guys but they're you know they're just they're machines really <laughs> yeah so, so uh, the, i'm sure I'll, I'll talk about it more at some point when i when i finish the season because uh, i'm sure i'll have yeah because uh, i'm we sure you've got to some major plot points <laughs> that are uh i'd like to talk about but yeah yeah Anyway, uh, uh, so that was almost a, a a double team. But Rob, did you want to go uh, next with another one? Uh, yeah, no, if I have. Rapping? I'm trying to think. Oh, the, well, obviously the one of the great adaptations we saw was in Ready Player One to see the Gundam in that, in Iron Giant, and all the other things. But that really set off the idea that there should be a Gundam live action movie like that the moment people saw that mm-hmm. Gundam in, in Ready Player One that they're like oh we're ready we, we can do this like we, we can have a real Gundam in a, in a movie and then obviously Pacific Rim happened and mm-hmm. I think that's preparing the way for all these for a future you kind of have those events backwards but yes <laughs> yeah. yeah Pacific Rim was Pacific first, Rim right? came first <laughs> yeah I think but the just... Shin movies too are going to help that are coming out of Japan yeah like mm-hmm. the Shin Godzilla and the Shin Ultraman yeah Wow, that's mm-hmm. Japan. Obviously, all this stuff has been pretty normalized there. Where North America, it's it's just coming into the into the yeah. acceptability. You get mechs in into the Spider Verse. You get uh, Spider Mech and things like that. So, mm-hmm. but uh, as for adapting, uh, I'm trying to think if there's another actual adaptation that I was uh, trying to think of. Yeah. Okay. But, do you uh, want to hand it off to Pat? Sure, Pat. You got any? Pat, more? do you have another one? I mean, I don't have any, uh, another one per se. Or, or other than yeah, exactly what I would like to see. I have lots I'd like to see. <laughs> I'd like to see a a four X a four X Gundam game. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, there is no real like uh yeah. it's There's all no like 4X really fighting games. It's mostly just yeah. fighting games. I would like to see a four X where you have some that makes sense. You know, trying to take over do, uh you could do the war. And, yeah. The mm-hmm. Fetties versus the Xeon, and you could do the war. Yeah, you amazing. Play the you make the the different kind of Gundams. You got to get the resources to make the Gundams. Of course, you build little squads. Yeah, and you can you know, destroy then, sides or take them over. Yeah, <laughs> drop them on. Nice. Drop then, them on. Then, uh, of course, <laughs> then you put the heroes in, like Casilia uh, yeah. and uh, Char, Char be, and the it, one it would kid. Be like, Who's the kid uh, that dies very quickly in the very beginning. Well, you have on, to be on more that specific. Zin, on the Zin, the Blender <laughs> and. Uh, they're, they're no, no. Both like pants names. It's Char's the guy. Name. It's no, yeah. It's the the son of the, the head dude. That's the Zabaz the Zabi the Zabi kid, the youngest. Oh, one. Uh, Garma. Garma. That's right. I always forget his name. Yeah, he's not around long. <laughs> because he was like Garma was the golden child, right? Until he got killed by Char. 
Yeah, a little bit. He, yeah, he was he was the the youngest, so he yeah. was kind everybody, of everybody was like, "We're you're our friend." Uh, yeah, I think a four X game for that would be amazing. I don't, I, once it, mm-hmm. like either video game or even uh, tabletop like a uh, game would be tabletop would be nice, but I think a video game like a, a, a multi an online multiplayer Steam yeah. game you could play, mm-hmm. or almost like Civ but with uh, or a Galactic Civ but with uh, that theme. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah they, there's some old like SD Gundam games that that had an element of kind of a st- like strategy moving about a board. Mm. Um, but and I'm talking like NES era. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, you, uh, yeah, there hasn't been you much could skin it with anyone. I mean, you could technically skin uh, a war war for Cybertron or BattleTech or any of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. BattleTech. So yeah, once again, it's almost all first person shooters. There was a. Uh, that well, the BattleTech. What but... is the BattleTech game? The the one that we played from Hairbrain Schemes. Yeah, BattleTech. Uh, yeah, Battle that, that's yeah. slightly four X ish, but you know, not you really. Can... You're not doing resources and stuff. But yeah, but and you're not controlling areas. You're just no. mercenarying it. You know, stuff, once again, but... it's just instead of a first person shooter, it's a tactics game. That's T- the only tactical yeah. turn based. Yeah. So, but yeah, a lot of those, a lot of, a lot of mech games are all either first person shooters or tra- tactical turn based or like mech commander had a little bit bigger scale but even so like there's nothing bigger scale that they should go even bigger they they're doing a succession wars a board game again which is a 4x board game pretty much that they did back yeah. in the day they're redoing succession it. wars would be a great 4x game yeah they could easily make that into a video game but uh, so far catalyst hasn't done anything with video games they license well actually i don't think they're allowed to i think microsoft owns all the video game kind of stuff that they maybe because they, yeah, I the remember old, back the in the day it was then. split. Like, like that was the problem. Yeah, because there was Fast Interactive, and then Microsoft got a hold of it. Bought them, and then, Crim- yeah, yeah. When Crimson, when they put Crimson Skies out for Xbox. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, gotcha. so it's so so Microsoft owns like half the BattleTech, but so it's like really weird in the way that uh, <laughs> licensing happens. Because uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, is it your turn, Brian? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it comes comes back to me. So. Uh, uh, one that I, I kind of threw out there was, um, you know, speaking of BattleTech, I thought an anime version of, of BattleTech. Yeah, or a live action, of, yeah. Yeah. Well, we did get the the one cartoon back in the 80s. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like it back, kind of came back. <laughs> um, but I, I would I would be interested to see, like, a, a TV show around, like, Titanfall mm. or, or an anime around Titanfall uh, with, with the... You know, obviously the the war setting is is you know a, a, an exciting space to be in itself, but you do have the a lot of fun dynamics between like the the Titan, which often has like an AI um, you know personality uh, attached to it, and then the pilot as well. So it, there's lends itself well to really fun dynamic and explorations. There's there's been a number of anime out there where you have kind of that AI robot mech. Uh, and their their pilots and how they kind of bond and interact, um, and uh, I, I thought you know you know that would be a really uh, neat space to to see evolve too, especially with the the story in uh, Titanfall two, which which included things like time travel and uh, warped reality and, <laughs> and stuff like that. So like, and and you can go all sorts all, of really. Uh, yeah. Really crazy, like mechs and and mercenaries that are are kind of at war with one another. There's a lot of personality in there, which I think an anime would really be able to uh, amplify yeah, and, and capitalize on. on. 
So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, any any others or? Yeah, I definitely have another one that I wanted to mention because you never mentioned our sponsor that uh, we, John Bear Ross, who is uh, has his my mini factory you can go to, but uh, link will be in the show notes. Uh, he wrote a bunch of books called Junction World, and it it starts off like a kind of your mech uh, gladiatorial combat kind of thing, but then it kind of expands out into like a whole war that goes on and stuff. Like that would make it a great. Uh, I always said it, may, it should make a great like miniatures game. Like it would be amazing, but mm-hmm. it's such yeah. a uh, rich world like that he's built that uh, it, for sure because you could you could do like just gladiatorial combat, but you'd also do like the mass battle kind of big fights with the. Uh, overwhelming odds against uh, terrible aliens so i uh mm-hmm. i've always said that that should be a, a game and uh if he's not working on it right now he should be john i know you're listening <laughs> get to it <laughs> do it do it man do it yep all right well you, you, uh, you got all the models you can just scale them down and make the pieces yeah you gotta, yeah <laughs> you he's go. gonna make all the models yeah but uh it would be good uh yeah. another one i was thinking of a it was uh, East of West. It was an amazing comic book. Uh, oh yeah! So it's like an alternative world where it's like uh, it's it's kind of Western, but it's in the future, and there's it, the uh, natives have like super technology, and then all the uh, West Coast is taken over by uh, by like a Chinese like Maoist kind of culture, and then they yeah, there's still like the Southern Confederate kind of states, and then Northern states, and it's in like a post-apocalyptic future. And pre- the the actual story takes place that the uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse show up and start just going across the land, and it, it, they all have to kind of <laughs> join together to stop them. But I, that would make an amazing mass battle game. I've always said that like it, it's every faction. There's there's specific factions like which would you want in a game, and every faction has such unique aesthetics that it would be it would be amazing looking like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know if it's big enough to like a franchise people know about but it's such a good uh, hey make it into a movie first and then make it into a game so everybody would actually buy it so there you go <laughs> pat do you have any any last ones before we wrap up not really i mean the you know the forex i like to see uh there's a lot and some of the other adaptations i like to see are not really mecha related anyway so <laughs> <laughs> that's fair I, I know the the one i kind of mentioned near the the top of the show i thought um uh, so I, I'm a big fan of Mantic's Dreadball, which is, you know, speaking of a, a sports game, uh, and in there you have some some giant uh, uh, characters that you can bring onto your your teams, and there's a lot of robot teams and stuff like that. Uh, but it, it it kind of sparked in my head, like you see, like an Alita Battle Angel, like they have this mm. the speedball uh, 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 race there, where it's all you know just giant robot people and and stuff and that, that that's where i kind of sparked him like it would be really neat to have like those kinds of uh you know sports themed either like it as an anime or or as a, a video game or or a live action tv show now that yeah. we've you know proven that we could do that um you know yeah, there's not enough and, of those kind but, of shows for sure like sports few, like uh sci-fi sports shows like back in the day there's roller rollerball and things like that but yeah, there's not much about that kind of stuff other than like as side things like in uh, Alita. Yeah. A- anime has a handful yeah. of them, but not, you know, a lot of times it's kind of ad- adapting things like Zoids where it's like, okay, we're in a tournament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, gladiatorial is too easy. Like... Yeah, I think it needs to be more sport. Like like you say, like yeah. 
because dreadball is is kind of like soccer and it's basketball like, and rugby and it's all kind of mashed yeah. together <laughs> yeah so uh and uh, but yeah so so something like that i thought would be kind of a neat neat thing especially as we're getting you know closer to that cyberpunk future oh, i don't know um, maybe they should just do a, a live action real version of of dreadball like a you know it's like high live. Ronnie, but... uh, you hearing that? <laughs> it's like <laughs> see see about uh, you got you got Andy Burtis uh, doing your your video work for you now. So get him on <laughs> making a uh, yeah, just a league a dread it's, ball. It's <laughs> it's show. it's it is high lie with like full contact high lie. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. which is dangerous because you, those balls go, I don't know how fast you can whip a ball with one of those. And they're, curved, they're uh, hard as concrete too. Yeah. So imagine that, but you're, uh, you actually can smash people with orcs and things. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was, that was a, a really fun. Oh, discussion. I have one more just to mention that oh, you, I'm amazed you didn't bring it up is what about OS 08 MS team as a live action movie? Wouldn't that be amazing? That, Oh, yeah. That would be that would be really really neat. Some kind of Gundam Band of Brothers thing. Yeah. Uh, the the one as- aspect of it, like with it being an adaptation, and I always kind of worry about this is sometimes with the Western perspective, we take the wrong uh, yeah, uh, themes from <laughs> war yeah. uh, stories. You gotta you gotta take we, it like a Vietnam story, not to not something to be that yeah, proud of. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's got to be something that. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of humanity at play and mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, you know, a- emphasis on like war isn't great, even though we have these giant robots. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there is that uh, that Gundam that's coming out that seems to be uh, taking that. Yeah. It seems to have that kind of feel to it. Yeah, that, with with the perspective being from the villains. Yeah. The Zeon. Well, uh, so not we'll not according to Pat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. Gundam, there is no villains. They're all bad guys. That's right. All right. Well, with that, we've gone on for for quite a while. So if you have any uh, adaptations that you've really enjoyed or- I'm sure we've missed some that were obvious. Oh, yeah. There's there's plenty. Uh, I I didn't even get to talk about Edge of Tomorrow, which is an awesome adaptation. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, feel free to to share and uh, comment in the the show below. And uh, with that, I think we'll head on over to the jump ship. Yes, sir. x fill x fill We're not going back well, to the beginning, Ryan. Well, Please, well, don't X-Fil make us go back to the beginning. <laughs> Let's X-Fill out of here. Oh, it's, a it's a Beatles sing-along. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is kill. <laughs> All together now. Yeah. So, uh, so with that, you know, thank you guys for, for checking out the episode. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, click the bell, do the thing. Tell your friends. Yeah, put yes. in the comments what adaptations you like, or if you think any of our adaptation adaptation ones are just plain stupid. Yeah, <laughs> we could be wrong. Uh, you know, like like Rob said, Halo, the Halo TV show could be great. And, and what's, like and, what's and what side of the Brian is crazy? And what side <laughs> of the street do you do you uh, plant your pole on? Plant your flag in the the Macross side or the Robotech side? I think it's always is. Uh, if you don't care about adaptations because you don't didn't have that much connection to the original. If you have a super hard connection to the original and then you see an adaptation, you it can never live up to what you want, right? Like oh, it's okay. very a lot of times, yeah. It's I, I, but, I, uh, you know. But but with that, uh, I realized we didn't actually talk much about Adepticon. Uh, oh no! Yeah. So yeah, you guys will we'll just talk have about... to see us there. Yeah, come to Adepticon. Uh, come to Adepticon. Well, we're gonna talk with the Ignition Core guys who. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll yeah, we'll be at guys. the Mantic booth, and Brian will be stuck uh, at the events. So <laughs> if you want to see any of us there, come yep, by. Come say hi. If you want a big uh, old mecha combat game, my buddy Rick is going to be running Firefights, uh, uh, Annihilation. Uh, Armored game. Fury. Armored Fury is uh, the title of it. So go sign up for that now uh, before it's too late. And um, yeah, it should be a, a fun time. Come see us, say hi, and uh, geek out yeah. about it. And then we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, next next episode, I think that's it's going to be the Adepticon wrap up for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even recorded at Adepticon. Who knows? Maybe, and we'll talk about some met calls we'll have. <laughs> Rob says no. no. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, I've been Brian. And I've been Chopper. I'm Rob. And have a good night, everybody. Bye bye. See you next month if we survive Adepticon. It's true. <laughs> He might not come out alive. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion.